Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school, you're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Sammy Angela Yee. I'm Gigi McGuire. I'm Laura Vial. I'm Kim Osorio. And I'm Keisha. Hey, Keisha, girl. <laughs> hey, Keisha. So, you know, um, I'm glad that all the ladies are here because everybody's going through different things in their life right now. Mm-hmm. So, raise your hand if you are getting back together with an ex. Oh, boo. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> raise your Y'all hand. Y'all make me talk about this, huh? Raise your hand if you're in oh, the wait, middle of I was of... supposed to raise my hand for that, too. You're not getting back together with an ex, are I you, did. Kim? Who are you dating? <laughs> he was an she ex. She said she was in a new relationship. So I didn't know it was an, was an ex. ex. Yeah, he was an ex. So you're in a new relationship with an ex? So you're ex- like, Why are you trying to get rid of this? I don't know. Yeah. So from how long ago? Because you've been married for how long? Oh my God. I'm not going to do this. I've been, I was married. I'm not, I don't consider myself married anymore. I was married for seven years in a relationship for 13. Okay, so this is somebody from before 13 years ago. Jesus. That's mm, how did y'all reconnect? Yeah, <laughs> y'all never lost touch on Instagram. On um, <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Instagram, so hey, we're still. Did like, you hit him or did he hit you? Not nah, hit him. Okay, so he hit you and said, "How did this work?" Like he what? Did I say, hey, big head. <laughs> That's how he says, "Are you still married?" Damn, get right to and it. She said, "Not really." <laughs> and I did say something like, "Not really." Not really. I did. I mean, yes. that's the truth. Yeah, yeah. This and that's how juicy. we started talking. So, what was his situation? Was he coming out of something too? I don't know what he was doing. I mean, I... Is this ain't a, married? I'm older. So it's like, he wasn't married, so... Is this whatever he, Whatever this, situation he was in, I hope he's not in it anymore. <laughs> is this like a rebound situation, you think? I don't think so, because I... Remember, I was separated for a year before I started, you know, dating. So you had a rebound okay. already? I didn't have a rebound. Uh, I was my own damn rebound. Okay, right. I was like dating myself. Right. Sleeping alone. I think that's where I'm at. All right, now I was going to get to this side of the room now. So, L'Oreal, you are happily dating. Yes. And how's that going? That's cool. You're enjoying yourself? I mean, some days I'll be like, I don't want to fuck with anybody and I want to delete everybody's phone number. 
And then some days I'm just like, this is fun, you know. So you're not a Gemini? Three days. Uh, hey. <laughs> sound like a Gemini. <laughs> no, I think I'm bipolar like Kanye. <laughs> Keisha, what about you? So you said you're... Nah, I'm, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing right now. I'm just, I'm having fun. But I'm not dating. I wouldn't call it dating because I'm not, I'm not. I can't take anyone then? serious. So I can't date. I can't call it dating. So what do you call it then? That's dating now. No, because it's like, I'm not... I'm not there. I'm not engaging that way. Well, like, why? I'm what happened taking to them you? Serious. I like, think that's the what happened to you that you're in this predicament now? Yeah. That you don't take anyone seriously? I'm just focused on my business. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't have time for to invest into a guy. And I'm not really, I don't know how to show emotion. So they get a little frustrated. They get a little frustrated. They get annoyed with me after a while. Cause I'm not, I'm not about to be on someone's back. So. Yes. <laughs> I like to be on my back. Yeah, I think it. I don't think you have to be on somebody's back in order to show that you care, though. Right? You, so? you don't, don't be feeling like doing Uh-oh. cutesy things. You don't cuddle. No, no. You don't cuddle. Not right now. Not right now. Oh, you just have now. sex and leave. When it does happen, that is how it kind of goes. Right now. But, like, what is it? Are you trying to protect yourself from... Yeah, like, I just don't want the drama. I don't want anyone trying to control me. I don't want anyone trying to tell me what they think or how they feel or them being jealous. I don't want to deal with that. So I kind of just want to be by myself. There's a lot of guys like that that want a situation like that. Yeah. Where they're married. Yeah. (laughs) Some of them are. But, no, I do do feel like there's guys that are also just dating and they might just want to... Y'all ain't shit. Yeah, they might just want to go out on a date and have sex. But like once in a blue, if it's once in a blue, is it really like still called dating? Yes. Yes. Okay, so then I'm dating. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. I'm dating, I guess. Yeah, that's dating. Okay, so I'm dating. You're not in a relationship with these people. You just go out to eat here and there or maybe people. Yeah, they (laughs) feed me. Yeah. (laughs) That's called dating. I guess. Have you ever felt like you got so lost in your work that it was hard for you to date? Like, you, you know how we say, like, oh, I'm just working, concentrating on my business right now, and that's my number one priority. That's kind of where you are, right? Yeah, I think it's a combination of things, but that's definitely where I, I am. I just feel like I want to be so self-sufficient that it's just better for me to just focus on what I'm doing without the distractions in my head. But you do have needs as a woman, so once in a while you do get a little right. hot. And then eat, you got to eat my pussy and get out. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. I think that's where I'm at. That's why I'm like, I can't really call it dating because sometimes I don't even want penetration. Right. It's just. Oh, my God. You just want him to eat your pussy just, for real. Mm-hmm. Do you get pleasure out of giving pleasure to a man right now? Right now? No, I think I'm kind of like a she woman man eater. <laughs> she woman man eater. That's crazy. I don't know. I feel like when you're dating, you have those days. Because but honestly, she's been going through this for how long? It's like 18 months I've been like that. Oh, it's wow. not just those days. Well, I, I don't long. know. She went through a little bit of a, maybe she's a little trauma. bit traumatized. Yeah. What was the she trauma? She has PSTD from PTSD. Yeah. PTSD, yeah. I got that. Yeah, yes. so that's what it is. Like I was with somebody, I was engaged with somebody that was doing a lot of foul things to Ooh, me that mm-hmm. ended up with them causing an accident with boiling water. So after that, I kind of Wait, wait, just, wait, slow down. Mm-hmm. You got to be more specific. When you talk about boiling water... In the situation, what so, happened? So, um, we were arguing, and during the time, I can't tell you that he threw the boiling water on me, but we were arguing, and, and during the time, I had bad nerves. Mm-hmm. It's kind of how I started my business. 
That's why it's called Reborn. But um, I had bad nerves, and we were arguing. And he used to always threaten me, like threaten to kill me, threaten to cut my face up, yeah. all of that stuff. Cut so like your face up, yeah. He would tell me, he would tell me he would kill me and go to Persia where they couldn't extradite him. So like, yeah, plan, yeah. And he had enough money to do it, so I kind of at that point believed him. So now for me, dating is like. And then a part of you is like, what was wrong with you that you attracted somebody? Like, well, no, don't ever blame yourself. Not, yeah, you know, so what happened with the boiling water? So we were arguing. And like I said, during this time, I had bad nerves. So whenever we would get into fights or he would just yell at me, my hands would be shaking or I get in my car and I just start driving. I get in the car and know I don't have gas and still drive and be on the side of the road stuck. Like this was an everyday thing. I'd wake up at 6 a.m. throwing up jaundice. Just from the mental control more than anything that he had over me. So now that's what I mean. Like when we were arguing this particular day, he just was like, I used to boil uh, Fabuloso. Mm -hmm. So like, because I I smoke weed, you know. So I used to boil a Fabuloso. Oh, for the scent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. I didn't know that. It's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. But we started arguing and he he was like, I'm going to make you drop this pot. And that's exactly what ended up happening. So uh, naturally, I'm calling 911. I'm screaming. I have second and third degree burns. I spent almost a month in the burn unit in Livingston. Oh you know, so now I have a, you know, I have a restraining order on that person, all of that good stuff. But they definitely, you know, that's why I'm like dating for me. Now I'm like, mm. it takes a lot. It takes right. a lot. It takes a lot. Do you tell that story like when you meet somebody? I have to. Mm-hmm. I have to because if I don't, you don't understand why I'm so flat. You know what I mean? Until I tell you like I'm good with women, but with men, it's kind of like not that I hate them, but it's just like it I got to see if Yeah, mm-hmm. I got to see if you OK, sir, you know, because you don't want that to happen again. And he was a sociopath, so it wasn't like a person that you just. You know, you meet him and you think nothing's wrong with him. If you met him today or tomorrow, you wouldn't think anything was wrong with him. But behind closed doors, it was a lot of things. Wrong. I mean, a killer don't have a face. You know what I mean? Like right. you, you meet a person, they're gonna give you a certain representation of themselves to get you. Right. Everybody and, here has the wheel. You have the wheel. The the, the it's like how you recognize. You know, this ter- certain behaviors in people. Oh, I and, never heard of it. Oh, yeah. I think it's, I'm it's just... a domestic violence wheel. Yeah, okay. I think and I'm just at a point where I'm just like, yeah. fuck the wheel. Just stay like, away from it. Yeah, no, I mean, you. You, you, you can... There's a lot of men out there that, you know, they initially when they come, they start like one of the first phases of like a narcissist or sociopath yeah. is love bombing. And so the way that they get you... Is yeah, he was the win. best in the beginning, mm-hmm. like the best. Mm-hmm. And then it just mm-hmm. was like... Wait a minute, you know. Yeah, and then the emotional. First, it starts emotionally, you know, with uh, the abuse. So the abuse goes for a while emotionally, mm-hmm. and then it will eventually turn physical. Right. If it gets to that point, most stuff gets physical. But I'm not after the break. But that will sounds about the, legit. Cause I was about I think, to say, I've been through that. Yeah, me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I guess I just, you know, I'm still, I'll have a scar I got to look at every day. So it's kind of like. Right. No, that's horrifying. And he still tries little things to like, you know, harass me or bother me. Even with the restraining that long for you to have gotten over it. Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah, 18, 18 months. months. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I should be over time, it by now. Nah, there's no time limit. Yeah, on there's definitely no time. Especially if you're not like opening up and talking about it and doing things. Did you go to therapy? No, but I met these wonderful ladies. I did a market yesterday in um, City Line in Brooklyn, and I met these 
not psycho. I'm like, psycho. Psychotherapist. They were these Jewish ladies or whatever, but they gave me some information. They, you know, because part of what I do is about that, and I'm an advocate for domestic violence now. So, you know, we were talking about it in passing because they were asking me like why each candle is the way it is or whatever the case may be. And I got into it with them, explaining them to them what happened, and um, they gave me some information. So I'm gonna check it out, but. I kind of rehab myself. I just meditate a lot. I have Buddhas all over the house. I just secure my energy. So it just takes me a it's moment. It's really hard though sometimes because, you know, it is like wheel. a... I sent you the wheel. Oh, so yes. you Because so it is kind wheel? of like a, a sickness. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you really can't just treat yourself. Like if you really need mm. to get professional help, just like if you were sick, right? you would go to the doctor, you know? I feel like maybe I might be speaking wrong when I say this, but I feel like... Mm. Us like black women or whatever. I feel like we are, we try to be really strong. So we don't go to look for help for stuff like that. Cause I know like when I've dealt with my situations, I don't know, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. going to speak for everybody, but I will say when I've dealt with my situations, one, I don't even talk. Yeah. Y'all never heard me talk about none of that on this show. I don't talk about it. Um, I kind of just deal with it, dealt with it myself. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I feel like maybe that is a mistake we make because there might be certain certain situations that I'm in now or whatever where I deal with a certain guy and I shut down, down. or I won't, you know, communicate the same exactly. And I think it's probably because my past situation, but. I never talked to nobody about that, so I don't know. I talk to y'all, and I t- and I joke around right. a lot. But like deep down, you everybody got their problem that they they got went through or something. You know what I mean? And um, I do feel like something like getting a little bit of help or somebody to talk to is not the worst. It's not thing. a weakness. Yeah. It's not. It, you know, it's not bad. It's actually a very strong thing to, to do. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're admitting that something's wrong mm-hmm. and you need help. Because you can't really fix something if you won't really face it. Address it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's 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 one way, but like I feel like I address it every day. Like I said, by what I what I do now. So talk about what you do with the candles. So you gave us some. <laughs> mm-hmm. You didn't get to smell them, but um. So all of my candles are represented by different definitions of things that I realized I wanted during that time. So like I have a bliss candle, a courage candle. This is my favorite. Ah, <laughs> refresh, tranquil, mm-hmm. and what I did was research like the scents and what they send to the receptors in your brain. Mm-hmm. So like they say, citrus smells make you happy Mm -hmm. so that's why that's my bliss candle or people dealing with depression or anxiety they say when they send you to those rehab facilities um to treat you they make you sit in the woods so that candle is oak moss and amber but um so all of the scents are pretty much like that and i need that i got anxiety Yeah, I'm be like Khaled on the floor, just start lighting my candle out of nowhere. Now, Kim, you said you feel like you have PTSD too from your I relationship. Do. I do, like <laughs> diagnosed. Right. That's oh. bad. I and what is that, that exactly? It's post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay, yeah. and that you can get that from, because I feel like I've heard that with something else. You can get, like, like veterans who have been to war. Okay, and they come okay. Back anything, war. like, yeah. anything that happens traumatizing, to you. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking is to you. You know, traumatic. Right, right, right. You know. So, yeah, yeah the, it's the post-traumatic. So, after the trauma, after you're still dealing with those. You're still dealing with the stress. The stress things. Yeah. And there is there, like, medicine that they say you should take? or is it Therapy, therapy. therapy, you know, I mean, depending on how severe it is. Yeah, and and I think like with me, like I'm always looking for the natural way as well. Like I had someone prescribe me this calm like tea powder that just like you put it in hot water, and that was supposed to help with the anxiety. It's called calm, I think. 
um, because I was just, you know, a nervous mm-hmm. wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, I'm into the, a lot of the stuff that, that she was talking about. Right. I mean, the candles, the I have I carry crystals with me ah. so that, yeah, you know, for depression, for, you know, just kind of like, well, now I'm carrying like now I'm I'm out of that really dark Does place. Confuse you for a widow when you do it, though, like. You know what? I, I don't really share that with people unless they're into it. Right. right. I don't and feel then, like, so yeah. I don't walk around like, look at my crystals. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, that's not what it's also, for. If you know look, him, I got the rocks on me. You know, <laughs> you know, she's, she's, a very, she's a very open person. Yeah. But Kim just said she got the rocks. rocks. I have a huge rose quartz that I bought. It's a huge crystal right it's in the shape of a heart that's supposed to improve your love life yes and i bought it <laughs> well heart. you know she getting it in i bought it for a specific purpose because it is supposed to attract love, love to you. right and i thought about it like as trying to attract somebody Put back to me but too. it attracted something else you know like so, so i something believe back to in you it. though too yeah you gotta be careful what you ask for in mm-hmm. certain ways because you did get somebody back I, to you but maybe I that's did. why it just so wasn't yeah just wasn't what you did it's right by my bed. It's right there. Yeah, that's it supposed to put it, they say. How does that affect your work? <laughs> that when you're going bed. through so many things in your personal life, like how does that affect work? Well, for me, my work is just in terms of being creative. It's like a, a period I go through. When I was dark and going through like, you know, what I was going through, I couldn't write, right? I couldn't write because it, it consumed me. But I just had to write certain things, so I did. But then you come out of it and like, there's a lot that you need to get out. So now I'm in like super creative mode. So I just want to write and do things. And like, I'm documenting and just kind of recording myself. And I started, that's a whole nother thing. I, I just have to get the story out. I have to get it out of me. It's like when I wrote the book, right. Straight from the source. That was because right after the lawsuit, I had to get it out. And so I did it as, you know, it, it's therapy. It's therapy. Right. You were like and the so, beginning of this whole Me Too movement. Listen. Back in the day, because Kim used to be the editor in chief of The Source and had to deal with a lot of different things that yeah. you discuss yeah. in, the book. in the book. And I talk about it in the book. That's why I posted and she had Me a whole First loss- before. Mm-hmm. You know, because back then it wasn't cool. No. You see, it was back then when, up. yeah, this was, this they was 2006. This right? was brave. Nobody so really. When had. I spoke up, what yeah. happened was that people felt like, I mean, it, it wasn't like today. If somebody was to say something and um, the people that you were speaking out against it, well, she's a hoe or she slept yeah. with somebody. They'll be like, you can't say that. Right. You can't say Back that. Back then it was like, Back yep. then that's what happened. Like <laughs> the minute I said this happened to me, right? They come back with, but you were sleeping with people. I'm like, like okay, because I would have a vagina. About, a right? Like, that, it had nothing to do with nothing, but that was the ammunition. Like, that was how they tried to discredit mm-hmm. me back then. Disgusting. And yeah, that was, but, but, but it was okay. Everybody was, everybody was no, okay. No, yeah, everybody with it. was kind of in Nobody a- said, you can't say that. It has nothing to do with nothing. That's what I was saying. But everybody else was like, oh, so oh, that well, is what it is. You might have, did you, you ever know, feel like you were getting blackballed after that? After that, I did. After that, because only women helped me after that, really. Mm. Like, only women that have been through their own stuff, that you know, was like, you know, oh, that knew I, what you was talking it. about. Yeah. yeah, in the music industry, they yeah. knew what it was. So they was like, we gonna, we're going to help we you. It. You know, everybody else like, come on, you ain't never going to get a job. Kim, why you doing this? I'm like, because it, it happened. It really happened. <laughs> like, it was for publicity. Like, you're like, you know what I'm going to do? Yeah. I'm going to say some shit and yeah. fuck everything up. But no. in order, usually when, a lot of times when women, women speak out, I always uh, give them the benefit of doubt and believe them. Because I'd be like, 
you're not going to do that just for that because yeah. the amount of no sense. It, the, backlash. You know, some I mean, women now have, it yeah, might be a little have, different yeah. because it has become popular to, and it's cool to do it now. So now it's different. But back then, when I did it, like you couldn't tell me that a woman would just say that. Just because, like, right. oh, she's trying to get money. I wasn't trying to get any money. I didn't think good. I was going to get any right. money. Did you? you the never money did. came. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, so you money. did get that money. Oh, yeah. well, I didn't get that money. What state were you living in? Because in New Jersey, they make sure you you. Well, they. I was living in New Jersey, but yeah. that case, the case was, was in, in federal court here in New York. Uh, so you know, we we eventually settled out. So I don't talk about mm-hmm. you know what because. A lot of stuff happened back then, but I had a judgment. And right. so a lot she of people thought I, I got the money, but they didn't have the money to give, you know. Oh, so That sucks. Yeah. Don't you hate it when that happens? And then they <laughs> t- so you know what's interesting about Kim? After all of that, she ended up back at the source I under did. different management. I did. I did. After mm-hmm. Londell took it over, then I went back there. It was kind of like my, you know, yay, coming back. Because it can get a little and, discouraging, you know, so. Yeah. It was hard, but it was hard back then to go through that. Like, you know, when there wasn't that, there was no public support. Like now if a woman says it, like it's like, you know, uh, picket signs like, yes, bitch. (laughs) Social media makes it drags everything. So it's like, it's weird. It (laughs) ruins things. It amplifies things. It puts a magnifying glass on everything. But sometimes it helps. Sometimes it helps. Sometimes it does help. Hopefully things are going to really improve now with people having a second think when they are about to do, do something, something. Right. they're about to do something they have to be like oh hold on right i'm not trying to get a lawsuit against me right. so i better right. put my dick Let away stop. Yeah. Right. right he too right. he too <laughs> he too he you too. believe those stories though do you think like you know with cosby and like hell yeah i yeah. believe them if you did it one time you're i a believe criminal. them that's what i think too even if it's just one everyone time. is like either yeah he did it or no he did it and i'm like i think i think yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever aggressively pursued a man? I like, have. I'm not gonna lie. What do you mean though? In the bed or like? No, just like today. <laughs> like yeah, like, like, But I'm saying, have you ever aggressively tried to like get with somebody? Describe aggressive. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm like, trying to figure out. I'm like, what is that? Like, you're you the one calling him. You're the one trying to go where he's at. You're the one changing your that plans around. Me. <laughs> to make sure that you could be available I for somebody. I can say that there was a guy that I was interested in and we were kind of just like acquaintances and I let him be known that I was interested and we had sex and I got what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> that was all you wanted? I didn't want to be with him. I just wanted to have sex with him. See, I'm hopeless romantic. So I'll be fake falling in love when I'm not and supposed just, to. Yeah. And then when I was done, I was just like, okay, I'm done with you. And then he still would text me and hit me up and I would just be like, you want to I no got more? what I want. No, because it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. So. Oh my God, so I've been there. Like, I've definitely tried, like, and what is the word I'm looking for? What? I've, I bagged the nigga. <laughs> you go. You I'm trying to say You courted I courted someone. And like, after like, I dealt with him, I was just like, uh, what was it? Why? Like, what did I see? Like, right. you just wanted to conquer. It was real after quick. I yeah. had sex with him. It was honestly. a challenge. I was like, why did I like do catch this? Catch yeah, and like I, sometimes, you know what I do, and it's awful. This shit is the worst thing, and people are definitely gonna judge me. But <laughs> I will act like I want to be in a relationship with somebody, and then you don't, and then I'll just diss them. Like, 
But maybe you know. did want to. And no, you like, I'll get to the point where they're like, I'm okay, fucking evil. Together. I mean, I but get guys to the point, do it all the time. Yeah, I yeah, get to the point fine. where they be like, okay, you want to... Like you want us to be to get let's be together, and I'd be like, nigga, please. Who said it's about all that? about the chase. Then <laughs> at that point, it's all it about is. the chase for you. I'm a so, sicko. Mm-hmm. Once you get them, that's how a lot and of guys are. Yeah, you, I'm like, they chase you, chase you, chase you, chase you, chase yeah. you, yeah. and then once they get you, that's they it. get comfortable. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah, that's how I am. Mm-hmm. I will, no, I don't even get comfortable. I get disgusted. Right. Like the person can't touch me. I'll be like, oh, yuck. You want to be my boyfriend? It wasn't no, okay. Bad. I just honestly thought I'm the awful. sex was going to be better than it was. Well, maybe then. you needed to give it one more shot. Well, no, we we had more. We, we oh, had okay. sex more than once. <laughs> okay, okay. It was a couple of times, and I she still was just like, me? nah, because Ange had gave me some great advice one time. Like <laughs> I, I remember. had sex. Yeah, I had and you went sex back and it was, it was awful. Good. It was awful the first time, and you gave him another chance. She called me like it was terrible because I really like size matters. No. You know what's interesting? Somebody sent me um, Girth matters. A, a subject. Girth. They wanted us to actually address this on lip service about size. Because um, <laughs> I'm assuming this person must be small. And that's why. Oh, my God. God. See, but sometimes small penises can be that's okay. That's what he was trying to say. <laughs> Hold on. Let me find out. Anybody I ever a- told you that? Like one time I told the guy, I was like, it eh, feels a little small. He was like, I you told him. I'm that. honest. So he was like, it's mm-hmm. not about the Whatever. So he knew it was small. He, have the he said, "I got a lot of girth." Guys with small penises usually are really nice. They work hard and stuff. They're really nice. It's very nice. Guys with small penises know they have. Small I don't penises. like skinny. Okay, penis. here's what the guy said. Um, <laughs> oh no, this is a different question. This one's interesting too. This person said, um, "I have one bone to pick about lip service. I enjoy listening to you guys." Oh shit. <laughs> He said, a lot of the ladies tend to think that a man who is experimenting is flat out gay. I'm a gay man and had a lot of experience with heterosexual men and know this not to be true. What makes a person gay is who they want to be romantically involved with. Sex is just that, sex. There was a study that was done back in the day that studied sexuality behavior. So uh, it's called the Kinsey Report. So he's trying to tell us, as a gay man, just because somebody wants to have sex, it's just sex. It doesn't make a man gay if he experiments. What makes him gay is if he chooses to romantically be involved. And everybody has opinions, and sometimes they're shitty, just like assholes. <laughs> yeah. The end. That's gay. And that's the end. I'm not going to hold you. Listen, <laughs> if we have to accept that? the double standard of a man, of a female being a slut prostitute whore, if she decides to freely have sex with whoever she wants to, however many people or times, then men have to accept the fact that if you try penis, you're gay. Yeah. I can understand what he's saying, but I- you're still gay. Like, what? No, like if the guy is having sex with another man, you you're gay. Like I get what he's saying though. He's saying who they choose. I do. I do to too. be romantic because he's involved. saying people experiment, right? When you're younger, people experiment. They do things they but might not. Like once you've gone it. gay, can you go? So that's like, that's no, like you the, can't. That's like the insecure. Fuck your asshole. We talked about this a few times. It's like the insecure scene where he told her, like back in college, I tried having sex with a guy once, and I no, didn't I think like. He got hit. I don't even think he had sex. Oh. But this is my problem. This girl doesn't want to get. Fucked in her ass. <laughs> so why you a man getting fucked in the ass? That's you're gay because that's where the G spot is. Does it matter if it's bottom or top? And then like yes. if you go through the top, then gay. maybe and guess you're what? not gay. And, and if you go just... through the bottom, like I think bottom, any sexual maybe... contact with man on man is considered and homosexual. And we're discussing this. And, and guess what? That's my opinion. <laughs> a lot of people end up getting stuff stuck in their butt. Right? <laughs> I was reading this article on Men's Health about one man who put the shower head up his butt, and he had to actually get it surgically removed. Like my nigga, shower head though, fam. Like. 
That's big. I know Besides, we play like the with the shower head. I hope it wasn't the shower a big head. One. It was probably my shower head. You is said cute. you did it, Keisha. Play with the sh- no. I never got one stuck in my butt, but the shower head. We all. Oh, you use it. You use it. Yeah, yeah. The water pressure. I was just in the room. The actual the actual. In the hot tub, yeah, but Kim, the you pressure. Said, you said oh, my brother-in-law is a surgeon, right? Yeah, my brother-in-law is a surgeon in um in Portland, and he has stories about you know, I wonder if about like surgically removing objects from, from people's butts, people's asses. Like what kind of objects? Like apples. <laughs> He's got them apple bottom jeans. <laughs> <laughs> like he with has the a whole story. Why would it be an apple? <laughs> He's. Oh Somebody came in the doctor with the apple stuck Emergency in the ass. Emergency yeah, room. I see a banana, <laughs> a cucumber. Was getting kinky and they would eat play with food in the bedroom. You never played with food in the bed. Not an apple. Not a whole apple in my butt. <laughs> Put a slice on your no, titty. No, I have had a funny experience. Oh, uh, like, she just stuck so, an apple up her pussy. No, no my mom. <laughs> so my mom, she she told me about this thing with Jolly Ranchers. You guys ever did this? Nope. Wait, you, you put mom. the Jolly Rancher in you like my mom is, <laughs> my mom is open. So, you know, you put the Jolly Rancher in you like a suppository and you take a warm shower and you're supposed to taste like candy. Right. Because it melts. This doesn't sound very this sounds like, like a, a yeast good idea. Wow. It, it's not. It melts. It melts. But the bad experience was. It if a, stuck. No, it, it melts. But if a person, some guys just want to taste pussy, they don't want to taste. Wow. You ever play candy, but when you suck at somebody's dick, like a wintergreen lifesaver, you know, they always say to do that. No, no not, not the menthol. Not the menthol. I've done it with a hole. Like I be really going in. So like, I'm not trying to die. That shit gets stuck right here. You die. I'm not dying from sucking dick. There was was a a news thing going around on Facebook, right? About a woman who, I think if you Google it, you can pull it up. Like a woman who died giving head. You see what I mean? She died. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I don't know if it was fake news or what, but it was like, I'm not trying to die sucking dick. You saw that, right? She died. She died giving head. It was on Facebook. Ladies don't suck dick. You can die. Lose your head giving head. Yeah, like, I guess maybe he was, you know, and she, he, you know, let me out. Like, you know, and she, I don't oh, know. Oh, no, nah, I've been there before. Her. I've been there <laughs> for the know. dick challenge. Yeah, because it was like, nah, I guess. I damn near choke. Like, for real, like, I couldn't breathe. Like, the nigga got so into it. Like, oh, I know. hate when guys do that. I and hate the, when they try to push my head down. down. Let None me do this. this. It's more like, nah, mom. What? But it just got crazy. And it's like, I couldn't mouth. breathe. Yeah, he fucked my he mouth. He thrusting in Yeah. yeah. But I was letting him. I wanted him to. Like, oh, I'm like, yes. Until you can't breathe. Challenge. And then I was She's like, like uh, I wanted him to. Uh, until you couldn't and breathe. And I was a corpse. In <laughs> the Spicy. No, I died. And until then I was like, died. no, I exactly. think I'm done. All right, so the moral of the story on lip service this episode is don't suck dick, you could die. <laughs> so from now on, ladies, no one's doing this anymore. No, no. that's not true. And I'm remember, you can't dick. die from eating pussy, so guys, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to check back in with both of you ladies. Kim, congrats on your new relationship. Oh, Okay. Your new old wow. flame. Gotta, my new old thing? <laughs> yeah. Damn. R7 wow. says, my ex to the next. Yeah. Oh, hush. I like that Why don't you just want to bring up the same topic? Now. I think y'all trying to be sarcastic. Gigi. What? See? <laughs> it's not my fault that you keep doing the same thing. 
You know. Uh, so how did you and um oh boy get back together? This is just crazy. Are you guys back together? Is it official? I think when you go on the gram, it's official. Okay, I honestly was just living my life. Mm-hmm. Like it's golden. Like it's golden. <laughs> like it's golden. Knock, knock. You know, it's here's the thing. Even when we ain't together, we are together. Like y'all, y'all both know us very well. Yeah, we you heard this story about ten times. No, but the last time I really was done. Like y'all already know. Uh, the last time yeah. I said, but wait, I never believed you. But wait, but wait. For the, record. the last time I said I was done, I was really done. I had moved on and had a whole new bay, right? Do remember new bay? No, I still had I had new bay, but that was more like a, a rebound, more like a keep me occupied, try to so you think take my is, thoughts away. <sighs> Another thing is, I <laughs> Another thing is, I've come to the conclusion that I'd rather deal with his shit than deal with a new nigga shit. It's uh, everybody got shit with them, yeah. right? Exactly. Everybody so if I'm gonna put be. up, if I'm gonna put up with this with the shit that come with a whole new man and got to get to know him and know his shit, I'd rather just deal with the shit that I've been dealing with for the past eight years. That's why Kim yeah. went back too. To <laughs> ago, don't do that. A couple decades ago, <laughs> decades is right. Yeah, twenty five years ago. Jeez. Isn't that crazy? Wow. But did you Listen, really? But whatever, we'll see what. It, did you really have that same mind frame as Gigi? No, like, because because she says she was dealing with him throughout the course of right. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, every time we, we broke up, we you know different. even from the first time in the beginning of lip service. I don't know how when I moved time. out and moved back to Philly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the first time I moved out of our house. Okay, I moved back to Philly and within. Four months, we were back together. I was Tag moving back home. back again. Right. And even throughout these months where we haven't been together, you know, it's always a little something going on, whether it's unofficial or official or whatever. She has to say phone assholes. That's how you know you in love. But that name changes. Yeah. I do that. You're an asshole. Asshole. It'll say no one Asshole. He wants me to change it, but I'm not going to change it. Because he's an asshole. You're going to change it again. Asshole just called. She's going to change it, it and then she's going to have to change it right back. So either way. He's he's an asshole. All right, Keisha, what about you now? What's going to happen with you? Because we got to check back in with you. I'm going to, I'm just going to date, I guess. Like y'all said, I'm dating. So I'm going (laughs) to just keep doing, I'm going to keep doing that. And then we'll see what happens there. I think you're open to it. To you finding love one day. I don't think you like closed all the way out. But no. take your time. I just think yeah, that I, I was just, say, I just think that right now you're taking your time. Yeah. And you're it's okay to do that. Yeah, I think that's what I'm Where can people find the candles too? Oh, rebornbodyandhome.com. You can follow us at Reborn NYC. Um, and it's R-E-B-O-U-R-N-E. So it's not like R-E-B-O-R-N, but yeah. It's like born it's like fancy. a movie. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's actually, actually yeah. after my great grandmother. So her name was born, and then in 1952 is my grandmother's birth year. So the significance of that is that when I was going through all of this stuff, my grandmother started to be more vocal about certain things, and she told me that she was dating uh, when she had my mother and my my mother and my uncle with a heroin addict, and um, Mm. before him, she witnessed her mother be murdered by her dad when they were like 12, and then they became orphans. So she didn't let me know any of this until she knew something was wrong with me. And then she started to be more open. And that's how I just was like, you know what? I'm going to call it Reborn. 
you know. That's dope. I like that. That's nice. Yeah. Breaking and it also cycle. came after you went through what your I went situation. Through, yeah. So it was like I was leaving him, knew that. But that's how I know about those New Jersey domestic violence laws. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just like a free hot pocket. I just don't know what you're to, at least able to speak on it though because that's even hard now like before I used to like boohoo cry and all of that and now it's like it's regular but I'm more like a dude now like but you don't ever want to affect your future blessings by being closed off because somebody was an asshole to you yeah but I think it just still takes yeah but time. but it we will do take, know that it takes time it takes and time the right and the right person and then you right know, person comes they will they will open right you up. and when you understand it it's kind of like I don't you know, I know I'm not really there for a person right now, so mm-hmm. I can't do it to you. Only thing I can do, I can have fun with you. We could fuck. Now's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the time for you to work on yourself, work right. on your business, and right. then when you feel like yourself as a person is whole, absolutely, then maybe. But for now, we just. I mean, in order to grow anything, you got to have a, fa- a strong foundation, and in order to be able to be there for somebody else, you got to be there for yourself. Right, and then it's also like what you said, like learning a person is hard. Yeah. So it's like you got to teach a person how to touch you, how to. Do all of that stuff you like done to you, and it's like yeah, that is one yeah, thing about that's me. That's annoying. But you know, everybody ex. need to stop, and not you guys here. But people <laughs> need to stop staying in relationships too long when they know it's past its expiration. They, yeah, you know it's not good for you, and you know it's hurting you. Yep, it's not good. When do to you stay know that? Something that's just familiar. When you're not happy, you when know when you're not bad. happy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you. Sometimes we just stay to be comfortable. I've been in that situation. Where I did not want to leave and I was not happy. I it was take a lot and of strength fucking to leave. miserable. Right. And it I does. Stayed. And it's also fear. Like you're afraid mm-hmm. of, of what's the beyond unknown, that right? And being alone. But you have to realize that it's, I mean, you could be alone, shit. The person I need could to die. tell y'all something else. Too. That's a fact. person could die. thought about. Um, y'all know forever I've been talking about writing this book. So I finally started and I have somebody helping me like a ghostwriter. And what she made me realize, because we talked about like my past relationships, what she made me realize that in all of the relationships I've been in, I've never really been in love until this person that I'm with or was with or however y'all want to put it. Back with. Back with. <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> and part of that made me also be like, let me just try to work it out. Because I am in love and I've been in love. And even when I want to hate him, I can't stop loving him. And I've said this on the show a million times mm-hmm. through all of the breakups and back togethers again. And I just really like she really put that in my head, like helped me realize like, dang, because she asked me like, well, mm-hmm. out of this person, that person, that person, who were you in love with? And I honestly wasn't in love with anybody until I fell in love with him. I may have loved someone or yeah, wanted yeah. to be with love someone. for them. Right. But I was never really in love until this person. And again, it's we're nine years in. Right. You know, it's kind of hard to just break free of that and especially again when the families are involved and the you know it's just so much connectivity amongst you guys it's hard to just let go of that and just say it's over even how bad you wanted to be over I wanted to be over so many times and still went back and it's because you know we kind of have that connection and the comfortability like nobody knows him the way I know him and vice versa you know with intimacy and just I order his drinks for him I already know what he want to eat and you know we're just so comfortable with each other it's just like it's kind of stupid to not make it work at this point. And Kim, so. you fell out of love. I was forced out of love. Forced out mm. of love. My, my love was interrupted, you know? So uh, there's, I didn't have a choice. But, you know, what I realized after everything was that I wasn't being loved enough. So how could you love someone like that when, you know, they it's don't, they don't reciprocate love you. It, right? Yeah, it's not being reciprocated. And... You know, it was hard for me to accept that. Like, I didn't 
want to accept it because when you walk down the aisle and you take vows with someone you trust that they're going to love and protect right Um, and so i take that seriously right now i look at it like i can't wait to get divorced i just want (laughs) a piece of fucking paper what the fuck but you know when he initially left that was shocking to me because it was unexpected i didn't think he would just leave i didn't think he would make the decision you know like oh and you know it was just like you, you ever seen the comedy special? I think Chris Rock, it was just like that when he talks about like if a dude His gets final. mad over everything, yeah. right? Like, oh, you made chicken again. You know that joke? <laughs> right. Chicken, that's how it was. Like for years in our relationship, it was like any little, I was walking on eggshells. Egg oh, that's awful. Right? Yeah. So it's like that's anything I did was never right. And then you get used to that. And you get, and, and that's like, I was so trained to like, just, you know, for him to react to everything I do so negatively, right? Like, he didn't like it. So I was defensive, you know, and the relationship became that. It was just, you don't enjoy each other anymore. And for years, like, you could see it. He was walking with that darkness. But because of the marriage, I was okay with that. Like I sex feel like a chore? Sex, definitely. It just stopped at a certain point. It just stopped. And that's when you know, you know, because when you share that intimacy with someone and you're into them, you like, you understand that, that, oh, this is what it's supposed to be like. You're supposed to want to enjoy each other and that other person is supposed to make you feel comfortable Mm -hmm. about feeling good Mm -hmm. so that you let go of everything. So you forget that in a marriage sometimes because the other person is has stepped out and is sharing that with somebody else. Mm. So when you, you don't, you don't realize it. And I think that a lot of women even accept cheating. Right. And I think there was a point where I would have accepted that. Like, okay, if you cheat, but you are remorseful and you come back, we're still married. You're still my husband. And so I'm going to get, we're going to get, we're going to get through through it it together. Right. But if you do that, no, no, then you don't want to be here. And then, and I, you know, I, I went back and forth on this, I think, in my marriage, just like listening to other women who have stuck by their man. And like, let them you know, cheat. I and see allow that. them to you do it. You let your man cheat That's in how peace. I you was. You know, it. I was okay. I like, I, cheat in peace. As long as, yeah, but, but no, if you need to go somewhere else for it, if you feel, then then go. Oh, you have to let them, them go. Don't cook the chicken you sick of. Right. Yeah. You need to right. let them go. That unseasoned chicken. Yeah. <laughs> you know Becky don't know how to season no chicken. What's funny, that's what I used to say. Like, that. And I took pride in that. You know, I bitch ain't cooking Thanksgiving, <laughs> you know, like me, you know, but you, you just, you, you, you lose yourself right. when you Trying don't accept, yeah. you know, what What's the reality happening. of the situation is. You lose yourself completely. And I lost myself for like a year, but I'm back now, bitch. Hey, hey, we got all these different perspectives mm-hmm. today on lip service, on relationships, on dating, on actually having to cut things loose, but actually, uh, for Gigi, having to bring it back. I mean, everybody has different situations. For Keisha, who is now trying to work um, on You're herself. a survivor. Yes, you are. Yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're reborn. Yes. So we're looking forward to the next chapter, you know. And L'Oreal, who's out here having a great time, I'm floating around. Living my best life. Living her best life. Keep doing it because they do it to us. So that's, keep doing it. That's a big fact. <laughs> you know, guys, it just be all over the place. Do they it for can the do team. Whatever they want. Right. <laughs> Take one for the team. All right, it's lip service. Damn.